Welcome to Your Excellent You, a self-development podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Danielle, and I believe that success is achieved from the inside out. I'm a certified life coach with over a decade of experience running a profitable online business. Here's what I know for sure. Being an entrepreneur is a crash course in self-development. So I'm taking everything I've learned throughout my business building journey and sharing it with you. If you want practical, actionable insights to improve your mindset and grow your business, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started on today's episode. We made it, my friends. Another trip around the sun. And what a year this one has been. I don't think any of us had any clue what was in store when we were popping champagne and toasting each other this time last year. For some of you, this was a phenomenal year. For others, it was a year of heartache and disappointment, but for most of us, it was a mix of both. While we may be tempted to turn our backs to this year, close the door, and look for a fresh start by focusing on what's coming in the next year, I don't recommend that we jump straight into the future, at least not without taking a chance to review what happened this past year. While I always recommend forward movement and looking into the future, I don't believe that it should be at the expense of reflecting on the tough lessons we learned and celebrating our past accomplishments. Today, on New Year's Eve, I invite you to take some time to reflect on the eight areas of your life and what they look like over the past year. You can think about what worked, what didn't, what lessons you learned, and what are you grateful for. If you've forgotten or perhaps aren't familiar with the eight life areas, they are business, personal and spiritual development, finances and wealth, friends and family, recreation and entertainment, health and fitness, love, and physical environment. Those are the eight areas. Since the focus of this podcast is on the space where self-development and business intersect, I will limit my discussion and what I cover today to those two areas, but you can do the same process of reviewing your year with all of the other six areas. My process for reviewing my year, and I'm sharing it with you so that you can either adopt it or create your own based on any way that you're inspired from me sharing this, it looks like this. It's very simple, but you know simple doesn't always mean easy, and it doesn't always mean effortless. So my process to review the past year consists of four steps. The first step is I think about what were the external challenges that I faced? What went wrong? So when it comes to my business, I take a look and focus on those things. Step two is then I think about what were the internal lessons I received as a result of those external challenges? What were they? How did they change me? How did they change my business? How did they shape and grow who I am and what I accomplished? The third step is to look back and think about what should be celebrated. So sometimes they're not always the big celebrations. Sometimes the biggest growth happens in the small accomplishments. So this is a chance to reflect on both the big things and the little things that we did and that went really, really well this year. The fourth and final step is to focus on our internal gratitude. This is where we acknowledge our blessings and what we have and what we've achieved and where we can really step into the future in that space of gratitude and appreciation. So let's jump right in and get started with the first two steps, which is reflecting on external challenges and uncovering the internal lessons we learned as a result of those challenges. I pair them together because they kind of go hand in hand in this process, but I will break it down separately so you can understand how this looks. I'll be honest, looking back at the hardships, struggles, and challenges of the last year is not my idea of fun. 
it's really tempting to just shut the door and distance myself from the experiences. And this feels really good in the moment, right? Who wants to go back and relive any sort of pain or discomfort or sadness and sorrow? But ultimately, that will work against us in the long run. We are destined to repeat the lessons we haven't learned. And I've found that this process of reflecting on what went wrong and what I learned helps me to remember those important lessons and to make changes in my life so they don't show up again in the future or to be ready if they do so that I can be more prepared and more resilient. Here's how this year looked for me. For most of the year, my coaching business was stagnant. I knew this year presented a unique opportunity for growth and expansion, yet at the beginning of the year, I could not seem to make it happen. Externally, my business was in limbo, not declining, not growing, just frozen in the same place. Looking back, I can see that for most of the year, I had an underlying belief that I must be missing some key information that would generate growth. I really thought that there was some piece of the puzzle that I was missing, something external that I needed to take my business to the next level. I spent a tremendous amount of time and thousands of dollars trying to discover what it was that I was missing. After searching and searching, my lesson, which is so profound when I think about it now, and I wish I had learned it actually years ago and certainly earlier in this year, is that I am the missing piece. What I learned was that much like Santiago in the book, The Alchemist or Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, it came back full circle and what I was looking for has been with me all along. It was always within me. The irony was that I was inviting my clients to be vulnerable with me, but I was not being vulnerable back with them and with all of you. This required me to expose parts of myself that I conveniently kept tucked away. They're the messy parts that I can't fully explain, but that make me wholly me. Specifically, I had to publicly acknowledge that I have spiritual gifts that make my coaching practice and style truly unique. I have this ability to almost instantly understand the emotional and energetic blocks that cause entrepreneurs to secretly sabotage or delay their success. In spirituality, I'm once known as an empathic psychic. In Christianity, I would be called a Christian seer. I personally identify and call myself a highly attuned intuitive coach. What that means is that I know almost instantly what the core struggle is for someone when I'm working with them. This is why my clients get unprecedented results when they work with me. They come to me with their external challenges. Maybe they're struggling to manage their time or they they don't have a good path to success for accomplishing their goals. But the truth is I end up uncovering what's really going on under there. They're competent, smart, ambitious women, but there's something blocking them. And I know instantly what that is. So I can guide them to their lessons and coach them in overcoming them. They would get to these lessons eventually on their own. And all I do is I expedite the process so they can move forward quicker and easier. Once I owned and embraced this fact about myself, that I have these spiritual gifts and that I've been using them all along with my clients, and then when I declared it to my audience, when I went public about these gifts, that is when my business took off this year. I didn't need to find a better Facebook challenge strategy or find someone to help me refine my niche. I needed to show up fully as myself and be unapologetic. This was a tough lesson. It was not easy to get to, But once I did and I embraced it, that's when things really changed for me. 
My greatest external challenge was a stagnant business for most of the year. The internal lesson was that I had to be honest with myself on how I was holding my own self back and then find the courage to overcome it. When I accepted the lesson, there was a major shift in my coaching business and that's when it moved to the next level. I was in energetic limbo before and that manifested in my business. I saw that externally. And when I became energetically free, prosperity poured into my business and this has been the best year yet, but it came late in the game. What really matters is that I learned the lesson and I embraced it and I was able to move forward. And when I look back over my year, I can see that being open and willing to learn tough lessons along the way is what changed my business and helped me to get where I am today. In contrast, the external challenges of my other business were completely different. While my coaching practice needed me to be more of myself, my other business actually needed less of me. To take that business to the next level, it was time for me to build a talented team and show up as a strong leader, not as a team member. It required me to have a tremendous amount of trust in others and to trust my own ability as a CEO. The external challenge was I was unable to keep up with the demand of my business without sacrificing my time in my coaching practice or with my family. I easily could have become a workaholic, but my internal lesson was to trust others and let go. Trust in myself that I can find the right people and trust them to do their job well. Although I'm giving you a neat and tidy summary of my year looking back in both businesses, the actual experience was messy and often really confusing. I'll be honest, it took a lot of work with my mentors and doing my own self-coaching to get me through and to get me here. But this is part of the reflection process. I can see how turning for help with my mentors and working on myself at the same time allowed me to overcome each one of those challenges. External challenges have an internal lesson. Reflecting back at the end of the year acknowledges this fact and helps make it so much easier to do this in those tough moments next year when you're just in the thick of it. Remember, there's always a lesson that comes with the external challenge. What about you? What challenges or hardships showed up for you in your business this year? And how did you grow from that experience? What lessons did you learn? What did you need to leave behind or let go of? What did you need to embrace? And what will you do differently going forward? I encourage you to take the time to ponder the answer to these questions to make it easy for you. I've included a link in the show notes where you can get a written copy so that you can journal or ponder these for yourself. Moving on, once we've spent time reviewing the difficulties and the lessons of the past year, it's time to think about what went right in our businesses. This is steps three and four. What did you accomplish this year and what are you grateful for in your business? Another benefit is that this reflection at the end of the year allows me to dream about what is possible in the upcoming year. It inspires me to set bigger and more audacious goals and to be completely unapologetic in my ambitious pursuit of achieving them. This intentional time to look at what went right, what I did well, and what I'm grateful for, it really lights me up. It fills me with hope about the upcoming year, and it helps me step into that next best version of myself. So what about you? What were your wins this year? What did you achieve that made you burst with pride? What small wins did you accomplish along the way? How is your life and your business better? 
What strengths are you going to double down on next year? And what are your opportunities for personal growth? I end this process by focusing my thoughts on all the ways that I am blessed as an entrepreneur. As I mentioned in episode four, the lessons on gratitude from Brene Brown, grateful people are joyful people. For this reason, I embraced gratitude with a bear hug, which is quite a big deal because as an empathic introvert, I am not much of a hugger. But when it comes to gratitude, I am all in. Best of all, I am always astounded at how much there is to appreciate. Some things are obvious, such as new clients who trusted me to guide them, or mentors and peers who showed up along the way to support me, or just simply surpassing my own sales goals. Other years, it's not as easy. Even then, there's always something to be grateful for. In my worst years, the years where I invested a lot of money in my business and didn't make a penny back, or when personal struggles prevented me from reaching many of my business goals, I always found something that made me feel grateful, even if that thing is nothing more than the opportunity to show up in the entrepreneurship arena and bravely take my chances at victory or face the possibility of defeat. Not everyone has that opportunity, but I do, and I am blessed by it. So even in those tough years, look for the things that you are grateful for. I promise you will find what you look for, and looking for reasons to be appreciative is always a worthwhile pursuit. As we wrap up this year, take some time to reflect on how far you have come, both personally and in your business. And when the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, don't be afraid to lift a glass to yourself. You deserve it, my friend. I'll leave you with this toast. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. Cheers to all that is meant to be. Have a safe and happy New Year's. Thanks for being here today. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to leave a review. Not only does it help me, but it allows other entrepreneurs like you to find this podcast. I'll be back next week with more practical, actionable insights to help you improve your mindset and grow your business. Talk to you soon.